Welcome back, guys, to the Walk Among Gods, the fifth edition mythified craziness. I'm here with my crazy players that join me on this adventure. My name is Minimasu218, or Evan. I'm on all the socials under that same name. I'm also here in the Vibe Tribe. Check it out. Uh, also, the Vibe Tribe, check us out all the socials that were there. I think Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. I'm also part of Iconics and the Academy. Check us out there. Really awesome podcast shows. But I'm here. I'm running this crazy game with my awesome players, which I'll let them introduce themselves here in a second. But yeah, I'm glad you guys are here to join us. And I'm not ready for this. They're not ready for this. I don't think anybody's ready for this. But you know what? Here we are. Let my players introduce themselves. We'll go ahead and start down the road. Mr. Mike, I'll have you go first. Of course. Hello, everyone. This is Mikey, the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions. You can follow me personally all over the social medias at various iterations of Pop Culture Geek. But you can also follow all of us here collectively at Vibe Tribe Productions, where you're going to want to make sure to give us a follow because we got lots of actual play podcasts, a lot of pop culture podcasts. We got a little something for everyone. So stick around, have a good time, have some laughs and maybe a little bit of tears. There's something for everyone and I'm excited, but I'm excited to be in the player seat for this game. And I am happy to be here to play Rolando Ornasca, your Oath of Vengeance Paladin. I don't know what's about to go down, but you know what? We're here for a good time, not a long time. So this is going to be good. <laughs> We're always here for a good time. What you mean? Up next, we have Damon. Oh, hi, everyone. This is Damon, our Theater Cup 79 here on the Discords. I am, if you wish to find me, you can find me on most places as Theater Cup 79, like Facebook, or you can find me as. My safer work Twitter, which is DMA Gamer Seven Nine. I'm also in. Besides this game, I'm also in Neon Memories, the lighthearted RPG. But in this game, I am Loris Por- Perfine, the Twilight Domain cleric. Hi. Beautiful, beautiful. I like this cleric. Awesome. She's a little treat. Up next, She's we got. Adorable. That's me. Hi, I'm Connor. I am new to Vibe Tribe here. You can find me here on A Walk Among Gods playing Delta the Reborn Way of Mercy Monk. I am also in Lighthearted playing Eric Colmena, the Gearhead. 
and in Duskvale playing Danny Calaveras, the Spooky. I'm uh, very excited to be here. Very excited to see what happens tonight and uh, what could possibly go wrong. Everything can go wrong. Come on, behind the DM screen, everything can go wrong. Next, we have Amador. Hello, everyone. It's Amador. I don't do much around here, but what I do is play in our lovely podcast. I play in Call of the Deep. I play Astartes in the Death Squad game. I play a chubby Mexican kid in Brave Frontier. I play a really silly robot in this game, which is aptly named Fox, your wonderful artificer Warforged. Last but not least, we've got Mr. Chris. Hello, hello. This is Chris, also known as Riku. You can find me on the social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku. You can also find me here on the Vibe Tribe, playing in Brave New Wild and in Tavern Tales, along with this game. I'm also DMing the Academy and the Crystal City here. Tonight, I am in the player's seat playing the custom lineage Artificer Wizard. Chronix Calhoun. Awesome. Kilt won't be here. He's just late. He likes to show up fast and be late, surprised with his presence, with his puns and everything like that. But let's get to our recap from last week. So last week was interesting. They started out the day with a fun little combat with some flying skulls. Almost got double fireballed. But didn't. They survived, thank God. Survived one fireball and took him out from slowly from you know this. Flame schools are annoying. Then I went exploring for a little bit, took a rest. Right before we took a rest, I ran into a Brad Pitt, basically, is the best way to describe him. Mr. Achilles himself. He was there also searching for the thread, being that Theseus was his former compatriot. So he's trying to find his item before somebody else does and raids it from him. And the party very wisely kept their mouth shut of what they were doing in the labyrinth. He offered to give us some advice, though, for, let me say, what, 1,400 gold? 14,000 gold for just some advice? They politely turned it down, and Achilles went on his way in his brash, I'm the man way. Totally not invincible as he walked past a trap and completely destroyed it like it was nothing, as the trap slammed into him and crumbled like an accordion. Completely fine. They took their arrests. Nothing super eventful, besides Achilles running opposite of them, being chased by a bunch of kobolds. That's here or there. They continued to explore. They found a large mosaic on one wall, showing kind of the timeline of the Greek world here a little bit, but a lot of it was missing, and they saw some mysterious outlines of some people that they don't quite know the name of. The most intriguing part is pieces, bits of history were missing, and it seems like the further they got down, the more scratched out everything became, and it became old and old. Then, they decided to take their final rest of the night at the entrance to Sparta. The door opened up, and a large man carrying a large Spartan, basically, covered in decked-out armor, wearing this boar's head helmet, and this large shield with the symbol on it, circle with the kind of a spear going through one end of it, came down with this aura of this weird aura y'all felt, and I believe everybody but two of y'all failed it. Y'all just want to punch this man in the face. He introduced himself as the god of war himself, Ares. And that is where we ended the session. Really quickly, though, because he wasn't here, I'm going to go ahead and have him really quick. Mr. Connix, can you really roll me a wisdom save for me really fast? Wisdom save? Yes. All I think right. the DC was 20. 
six. Okay. Yeah, you just want to punch this man in the face. Okay. You just, or you just, I want to fight him. But that's okay. where we ended this game with him coming out and introducing himself as the God of War himself. That is where we will pick up. Who are you, Lot? Looking down at our ragtag group of random people that got joined together. I don't think we came up with the group name yet. No, that's still well, to be determined. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Every adventuring party needs a name. Wink, nudge, nudge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we, we're, we're just here. You're just in the labyrinth. Yeah. We're looking for stuff. Look, what kind of stuff are you looking for in the fucking labyrinth? Just the ends and odds and trinkets and whatever sounds and looks fascinating. Is it me or your mortals get dumber and dumber by the day? Probably. It depends on who you ask, I guess, is the better question. <laughs> I'm asking you why you're so fucking stupid. The labyrinth looking for trinkets? Yeah. We My feel... Intelligence is eight, so. <laughs> yes. Kind of looks down, kind of sees your little camp set up, and just sits down against the wall and is just talking to you guys. Has his spear up against his shoulder... His shield's kind of resting in his lap. Pulls out rations eaten. So you came to the labyrinth looking for trinkets. We were hired to look for trinkets. Somebody, they better be paying you a pretty penny because this place is oh, not they are. for mortals. Come on. We've seen a couple. There was Achilles just a little bit ago. That man's not mortal. Come on. He's invincible. He's stupid. <laughs> Don't let him hear you say that. He gets sensitive about his all oh, that's size up there. His dumbness. He's just... everybody's sensitive about how smart they are. You just called us all dumb. Oh my god! Why do I give a fuck? That is very true. Because <laughs> you're all puny, anyways. Like, you're Lawrence, Ronaldo. You're decently sized. The rest of you all look frail. Uh, thanks. He doesn't, eat, he doesn't eat some more, and he pulls out a bag. It looks like it would be like a bag of holding, but it's white, and it looks like it's made of, almost looks like it could be made of styrofoam. He pulls out a whole boar out of his bag and just throws it in front of you guys. Eat some hey, meat. What? Come on. A boar. A, a whole a entire pig. <laughs> yeah. Pumbaa, no. Yeah, you guys need to eat. You guys are tiny. Chronics, can you make me a Arcana check really quick on the back? Looking at it. That would be a... 30-20. Yeah, so... Seeing it, you normally see bags of holding. This looks different. This is what's called a bag of holding. It is a bag that's able to store. It can store meats and perishables. Ooh. So it's called uh, a bag of holding. It looks like it's like it looks like the outside looks like it could be one of those styrofoam ice chests. That you can oh get my god! Ten bucks at Circle K. <laughs> no. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Chronix is gonna see that and just go. It, 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 he's just intrigued by it because I don't think Chronix is actually he knows about them but just hasn't seen it in the flesh it was like, and just goes where'd you get a hold of that one? Hephaestus made it for me you look like uh, you Hephaestus, the god of forge that builds stuff oh. he's my girlfriend's husband okay there's no, a never mind there's a lot. There's a lot to explain. <laughs> uh, Laura's kind of is going to say something, and then, like, the math in her brain goes wrong, and she just 
looks away. <laughs> like, well, that's oh, also right. confusing. She's married to somebody she doesn't like him, so she's getting with a real man. <laughs> Festus fell down a mountain because he's ugly. <laughs> His mom threw him down a mountain because he was ugly. Not <laughs> me. Because, of course. I'm a real man. Come on. I fight in wars all day. I help people fight in wars. Wars where you get to become a man. That's why I like these Spartans so much. They train their kids at the age of nine. But it goes back to looking at products. It looks like you want the bag. I'm getting uh, that I mean, from you. I'm always interested in magical odds and ends, and especially those that even I haven't been a chance to make yet. I will draw. Because I'm bored and I'm feeling gracious today. Hence why none of you guys are dead yet. How would y'all like to do a quest for a god? Yes, please. Here in the labyrinth, close to the Athens portion, I stay away from there because their brains make my muscles hurt. Locked in a portion of the labyrinth by Athens is a chimera. Now, if you guys know anything about those things, their ass is deadly. By ass, I mean their tail. They have a snake yes. on the end of it. Yeah. And its poison is very desirable. Now, if you all were to head back that way and bring me some of this chimera poison, I could part ways with my bag plus a few other items for you guys to struggle. Says going to raise his hand. What in the hell are you? Oh, I'm dead. No shit, I've killed a lot of things. I know you're dead. Why are you dead? And how oh, because I, I'm like made of a bunch of dead things, and then they wanted some revenge, and so I just right up into their little flash column amalgamation and had a little little revenge on their part. I almost regret giving you guys this quest. What's your question? Oh, thank you. Do you know how the labyrinth works? And, like, how we could navigate it just to make sure we can find your chimera friend? Nope. Cool. Only the man who built it does. Not even the mighty Zeus. When he says that name, you guys actually hear thunder go off. Weird being inside the labyrinth, but you hear thunder crack when he says the name Zeus. My my dad's fickle. Hmm? He likes his... When everybody says his name, he likes to be known. That's him. Sorry about the thunder. He kind of whispers this part. He's up. Also, really horny, so if you're a female, stay away from them. Box is then going to say, Zeus, 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 Zeus. Aries, actually, at this point, after the third time, the thunder gets louder and louder, smacks his hand over your mouth a little too hard where he pushes you against the wall. Oh. And it's like a crack in the wall appears. Oh. And just ignores him at this point, just holding his, like, face. That's nice. So like it was constant thunder, like a thundercloud. Like you just gonna like, smell the ozone in here. So we no. Have we passed Athens? You have. That was one of the first places you all slept. Yeah. Are you done saying Zeus? Let's go. We're in Sparta. Right? Oh, yeah, no shit. Yes. Yeah. So we oh. need to get to Athens. Well, you asking a character out of character, because I felt like if you're asking out of character, that was a dick thing to say. I was asking in character. Okay, cool. Okay, because I thought I was, like, was that out of character or in character? If I just answered that question out of character, I apologize. I was no. so in Aries mode. No, you're good. It's fine. 
so you want us to go to near Athens, get the poison from a chimera, and then but and then come back here. Yep, meet me here. So again, not the brightest bulb, but yeah, no, not. We've been noticing that, like, the ground is shifting and changing because that's the thing of the labyrinth. Yep, that's so, it. Moving around like a giant. One of those kids where they could fly with them called Rubik's Cubes. So we could do it. Just, I don't know if we're going to be able, we might be able to come back. Oh, you guys are fine right now. Right now we're in the first rotation, so everything is just how you guys left it. We need to first enter the labyrinth. Cool. I know that much. I listened to my girlfriend's husband a little bit. Ah. Okay, cool. So I guess we're gonna are we agreeing? I don't want to speak for the group, but if just out of curiosity, in terms just you're in you're entrusting six mortals to take down a pretty much get poison from a chimera. Yeah. Why? Because I'm bored. And watching mortals fight is fun. I get entertainment out of it, and I got kind of arrow poison because I'm running low. I like to dip my spear in it before I stab people that I want to, I don't like because it makes them hurt. I like entertainment, and you guys possibly get this cool bag of styrofoam and some other items that I have laying around. So you guys are getting stuff, so I like you're just leaving empty-handed. I could just make you guys. I could just make you do it and not pay you at all. I'm good because I'm feeling nice. And Chronic says under his breath towards the others. Sounds like he's just lazy. Uh, that's like slide, that's not even sleight of hand. I know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, oh, doesn't he look at? Chronic doesn't. There's a twitch in his eyebrow under his helmet. You can see, but he just ignores the comment. Chronix, for everyone's sake, Chronix is not too fond of the gods. That's fair. I'm just, a, this is the equivalent of the SpongeBob. This is a load of barnacle. It's exactly that. That is exactly what just happened. And Aries' is sandy oh. cheeks. What'd you say? What'd you say? Okay, so I guess this is the thing we're doing. It's your first god quest. I'm also oh, afraid. To, I'm also afraid to say no. <laughs> Let's be that's honest here. <laughs> the other part of it, I will also say. We get cool stuff, but m- me saying yes primarily is because I'm afraid of what happens if we say no. <laughs> and not my first god quest. I'm a cleric. Oh, right, let me rephrase that. Your first quest. I'm a true god. Ooh. I don't think. Did I get affected by? Did I get affected by this? Anger no, you want to do that past. Right, okay. You can fail it now. Shit, it's a hell of a No, no. So, like, the, you'll see Loris's, like, the eye, like, the eye, the eyebrow twitch, like, and the eye twitch, and then she will resign and start walking towards the, I guess, the way we think we came from. She will go back to her stuff and put things back and start, like, mental, like, Silently praying because I need to get my spells because I forgot about that. Uh, have a, you guys have actually been taking your rest yet. This is before the rest actually happened. Gotcha. 
So currently we're still technically level three. Uh oh. I thought we long rested. No, this happened at the beginning. This happened before the long rest. I'm just imagining this is like we're taking a look. Be like, hey, where is? Remind me why we're getting this chimera poison. Oh, here's. So just to recap what just happened in flashback to what is about to go down. <laughs> and that is why we're here. Pretty much. I'm here to yes. Sure, why not? Yeah. I guess let's make it official. Let's shake on it. And Rolando puts his hand <laughs> not Rolando. Yeah, Rolando puts his hand out. Aries will shake about very firm to the point where your hand like cramps. Ah. And just yeah. Politely smiles while also like making sure he still has nerve endings in his hand. Just a very tight handshake, and he looks, you know, consider the pig on the house because I'm feeling nice. And he gets up and walks out, heads back towards Sparta. Because I'll know when y'all be back here, I know when people enter this land. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Turns to the rest of the group. That was that went a lot better than I thought it could have, honestly. Do you yeah. think he compensates for something? Shh. I think he can still hear us. Let's have this conversation when we're out of his domain. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> Rolando is just, I don't think he's compensating for something, but as he's saying that, he's just nodding yes <laughs> while he's saying the complete opposite. Laura says, are we going to rest? Yeah. A bit, quite a bit. <laughs> you see him like, like pulling out the bedroll, like, really, like, planning so, it up. When he does leave, that aura that magically angered you was left. Oh, she's still angry. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> magical anger is gone. Magical anger. The, the real prick is still there. Yeah. Fucking prick, son of a bitch bastard. Fuck. I know. Out of character. What a dick. <laughs> but he makes sense. <laughs> he was not very liked by the people. No, he was not. <laughs> Or they fucking talk about my guy. Personally, <laughs> Personally <laughs> out of character, Ares is mid. Just saying. Compared to the Pantheon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very mid. He's one of the 12 major ones, but was like the least liked out of all of them. Yeah. He got like 11th or 10th place. <laughs> he, like represents even... the, he represents the bad parts of war. Where his Roman counterpart, Mars, everybody fucking loved him. Mars is great. <laughs> Let's not forget, he didn't even do a lot in the Pantheon anyways. He mostly <laughs> lost. His most reputable thing is the fact that he's with Aphrodite. That's like his most reputable thing. Let's be real. That was an upgrade for him because of her. <laughs> Technically, if you think about it, his Festus got with Aphrodite's too. So, I mean... Zeus told her to marry him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm True. sorry to throw you down a mountain. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Greek Pantheon is great. <laughs> There's your first interaction with the god. Wait till you guys meet the other ones. Uh, some are nicer. Some are a lot meaner. No. Some are energetic. Hold some up. Are... Eh, he's okay. I rolled for hotness. <laughs> when, do I get, when do I get to when do I get to party with Dionysus? Oh my gosh! We're gonna go clubbing. I've actually thought about that. Don't worry. Oh, I was actually thinking about him as your patron. I know we talked about that. (laughs) Yeah. But nope, not this time. So we're rested. We're chilling before we go out. Rest. Is it a whole ass pig? (laughs) Cooked too. Oh, perfect. 
So we'll just cut it up and zit. <laughs> angrily eating this big gifted cheese yeah. from the God of War. It's just like again, Fox would take pieces and just push them to his face. <laughs> now, you guys notice something though. If you got the pig and eat it, after about five minutes, you just kind of look back. The pig still dead, still cooked, completely refills. It's a never-ending pig. <laughs> nice. I am intrigued and terrified at the exact same time. <laughs> that part. We could use it as bait. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Just take some pieces and put it, wrap it up and put it. We're literally creating pocket bacon. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why we might need that bag of coin. <laughs> I think you guys will like that item a lot. Nice. My interpretation of it, because we have it in the other game too. It's not as funny looking as this one, so I wanted to make it. If Ares is carrying it, it's going to look something stupid. And it's completely off-putting on his body, too. Like, he's dressed up with a decked-out brass and bronze Spartan armor, the boar's head, and this white styrofoam fucking back. <laughs> yeah, like a Miller High Life out of it. Oh my gosh. He <laughs> carries Budweiser in that bitch. Oh my god. Gross. Basic. Gross. It's Ares, what do you mean basic? He's the most basic of the gods. God of War. Ares no, is giving him the benefit that's of the doubt a little true. bit. Don't you slander not. gods of war because Tyr is top tier god of war. <laughs> that is Tyr, true. Tyr was a different kind of god of war, though. <laughs> Arguably the best. I love the, uh, this. is so much fun. <laughs> Yay. So, so yeah, we're given a quest by a god to find a chimera. All right. Cool. Uh, taking a rack of these ribs and putting them in my purse, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Pocket bacon. Hey, now you got body parts to replace your fallen body parts of. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. Chris's face. <laughs> Amador, your fucking, your gift you posted at the in-game chat killed me. The Kermit? Yes. <laughs> That's I, how I, I feel. I need that down because that, that is now for Chris's game. Chris, I'm putting that every time I have any interaction with my patron, I'm just posting that gift. Yeah. Well, <sighs> yep. That's that. That's the appropriate reaction. So we got this pig. We're chilling. We're resting. After a while, one of our more magically intelligent inclined people <laughs> would know this is called a pig of replenishing. As essentially a cooked pig that, as long as it stays within some sort of refrigerated environment, will stay fresh, like freshly cooked. It can be outside, I think, for four days before it will start to spoil. Once it's spoiled, it loses all magical properties. But it's essentially just you guys have food, so you guys don't worry about good actually finding food in the labyrinth. So we have four days to find this chimera and get that bag. Right. Or you lose the pig. Right. Sounds like a plan. But night goes by fairly smoothly. You guys do hear a changing of Achilles' armor in the hall again. Very how those massive labyrinths we just always you just, just hear them or see them every once in a while. Labyrinth that spans the entire world, you just hear them. Oh, that night goes by very smooth. No issues. You guys are in a safe zone. Uh-huh. We'll start this next day. These are now officially level fours. These are now leveled up, long rested. Let y'all pick your own spells. Give y'all a little bit of time to role play. Do whatever you want to do. You do. Plan out your day while I eat my Doritos. Okay. <laughs> Chronix is probably. Over in the corner, reading through his spell book, just studying things up, preparing for what's ahead. Right. Delta's going to go up to Chronix 
and politely stare in, until you notice his darling little undead face. Oh, he notices pretty much immediately. He just, without looking up at the books, look up the book and just goes, yes. Do you know this language? And I hand a note that is written in the gith language from that wall that we saw last time. Do you know what this says? Nope. Okay. Can't help you there. Okay. Right on back in my bag with my big old rack of ribs. He goes, he goes, any luck finding? I was like, I guess he's going to say, doesn't seem like many people around here know. Oh, wait a minute. No, sorry. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to, he's going to say, I don't, but I think I can. As he puts, as he opens, he flips through his spell book a little bit more. Looks at a page, nods, places it down, and begins a, a ritual casting of Comprehend Languages. I forgot I had that spell. <laughs> I hope that you wouldn't remember, but yep. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, yeah, um, I'm a wizard. I take all of the rituals. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and ritually cast it. Yep. Looking at the note, it's essentially almost a cheat sheet of how to navigate the labyrinth. Oh, bloody hell. So, bloody pig. It's got pig on it now. He just like, tries to wipe the pig blood off of certain parts to read under it. So the best of what was translated, basically, he, the only part he didn't get was who wrote it. That's kind of like the mm-hmm. one portion he couldn't get, like the actual name. But okay. it explains how the labyrinth is actually three-dimensional. So it expands the entire world. So when it shifts and turns, at, during those few seconds... The person within it can move omnidirectional. So when people say the center of the labyrinth, they're talking about the center of the labyrinth. There's ways to get there via normal travel. It's just the shortcut is when it's shifting. There's only a few seconds at a time where you can move, or you will get stuck. There's a chance you can get stuck in between walls, cut in half, etc. etc. Before even explaining this to the rest of the party, he's Chronics, Chronics' eyes go wide as he realizes what he's reading about, just with pure amazement at the, at almost the bending of, again, the bending of time and space that intrigues him so much. And he's just, this, he looks up at you and goes, this might be a little bit more complicated than we thought. Cool. <clears throat> Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. So, reading further, it explains how the save points are all associated within different points of the labyrinth, saying that the one in Thebes being the farthest from the center, and the one in Alexandria being the closest to the center. You guys are somewhere in the middle. And you said which one is closest to the center? Alexandria, where the library is. I'm. I'm going to gather everybody and prepare to and essentially relay all this information to them about how we need to think of this maze in a much different way than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're when things shift, things are shifting all over the place, but there are some good shortcuts that we could take. But we need to be fast. 
Hey. Hey, Mini. Out of character, can I spend that lot? When I finish my log rest, I'm going to change one of my infusions to make a second replicate magic item, and then I'm going to touch my hammer and turn it into the hammer in my dungeoneering kit and turn it into a wand of secrets. Yeah, that should be fine. Long as that's what your item does, what your stuff does. What was that? Yeah, that's what your. It's completely okay. Okay. Sounds good. Looks like I'm not putting traps up in front of you guys. Good to know. That's the idea. So yeah, that's how. Kind of how basic the labyrinth works. Okay. Whatever you guys' next move is, whatever you guys' next move. But yeah. You have a basic understanding of how the insanity of this labyrinth works. Oh, recommend. You should copy that in common since you, like, so we can all read it. Just on the back or something. Chronix puts his hand out to have him hand the paper over so he can write, translate it for everybody. Yep. Give it over. Also, hi, Kilt. Hi, everyone. So, Kilt, briefly what you missed, Ares pissed all you guys off by being an asshole and, like, force-fed you guys a quest to go find the Chimera and get its poison to bring it back. In return, because he's promised a few magical items, one of them being a bag of holding. It's essentially a bag of holding that can store perishables. And it basically looks like the styrofoam coolers you can get from Circle K. The outside of it. So it looks like it's a styrofoam container. And you guys figured out what that gift message on the wall said. It's basically like a cheat sheet on how the labyrinth works. I'll let the players explain how the everything works with that. But yeah, because you're currently looking for a chimera. Is the it's by Athens somewhere locked up? Oh yeah. Oh fun. Yeah, and really quickly, the way that this labyrinth works, it's like it moves in the three dimensional s- state. So when everything shifts, there is a brief. Uh, moment where we potentially can move uh, omnidirectional. And we also learned that according to this little map, the safe rooms in regards to location wise, the safe room in Thebes is the far, the is the farthest away from the center of the labyrinth. And Alexandria is the closest to the center of the labyrinth. So the best option would be to take a trip to Egypt. Essentially, I don't know. (laughs) We're getting we've. I'm not ready to fight Egyptian gods yet. (laughs) Also, for gameplay sake, basically what that means is when the labyrinth is shifting, you have the option to take a single action before everything closes. So that can be a dash in action, anything along those lines. But that's it. No, you can't do a full. But yeah. So, with that in mind, what's our plan of action? Are we going to want to just ignore Ares request or go for the middle? We can indirectly tell him no by not doing it at all. Yeah, but do you really think that's a good idea? It's a god of fucking war. He's not going to let us off easy. Why don't deal with gods, but whatever. Listen. <laughs> Let's best prepare ourselves for this and make sh- Yeah, let's just best prepare ourselves for this. This is going to be quite the fight. That chimera is not going to go down easy. No, it is not. Nope. Ooh. Also, quick question. 
what is a chimera? Follow-up question. Does anybody know how to find a chimera? Those are really good questions. Rolando Ro- uh, turns over to our what, rate. What role should I roll to figure out if I, how detailed do I know? <laughs> AKA, am I looking at, because I know what a chimera is, I just want to make sure, I don't, history. Chris, history? Oh, fuck yeah, plus six. Go oh. for it. Eleven. Gus, dang it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know I have more than one head and it's scary. Cool. Oh my god. You said history? Yeah. yeah. I go for swing four. I got a plus one. <laughs> I'm gonna try as well. I got a plus two. I got an eight. I got a four. No wonder you asked the question. That makes sense. I got a 17. <laughs> Ooh. That's better. That's better. Anybody else want to? The other two, we guys want to make a roll for it? <laughs> Zero. Chimera, you're like, does that sound like a, is that a drink? Is that like a form of a chai latte or something? <laughs> oh, Chimera is a drink. It's a poisonous drink, but it's a drink. Are we trying to get him a drink? Wow, what? Ooh. Kill, do you want to make a history check? A history roll? Sure. Chimera? I will you're, totally do you're that. You're a ranger. Animals are kind of your thing, but you're not from here. So what's he's, also, this he's also a portsmith. I have history as uh, a skill. Although I have no intelligence. Sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know shit. I just rolled a one. So, yeah. <laughs> He's in the same boat as Lord. I think it's a drink. This is an so, exotic spirit. Ronaldo, you got a you got a like a chimera that has a lion's head, a goat's head, and a snail tail. A scorpion you tail? Also heard <laughs> a snake's tail. Okay, I was like a snake. Sn- I was like its tail. Okay, it's I- snail. I was about to be like, this is gonna be a really slimy situation. I said a snail. I apologize. <laughs> it's not good. Narratively, this would have been better. It definitely would have shelled us into a completely different monster. No, no, uh, <laughs> the puns are back. He has been muted for me. <laughs> I love you too, many. You're lucky I can't Uber you beer. I muted him just as he said that. I was, you know what's even worse? Because my dad's been sending us dad jokes for the past like week every morning. So on top of this, I'm getting them every day. Like, how does a rancher keep track of its cows with a calculator? That's the one I got today. Oh no! I, I think I'm good. Thank you guys for <laughs> listening. To this. Yes, <laughs> thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Walk Among Gods. <laughs> Walk Among Puns. Oh no! Why? <laughs> yeah, that's about the extent. You don't know too much about Camaras. Some could have three heads. Some could have two, but they never have more than two or three heads. Not counting the snake. That's would it be? Would it be a different role to see if we know? Maybe we don't know what it is, but do we at least can we roll to see if we know how to find it? Yeah, roll a nature check. Come on. Papa needs a new pair of socks. I got a three. You're assuming got... you find the scent of the coffee is how you track it. Yep. Because it's like the train. Yeah. Thirteen. Okay, so you definitely know it's not find the coffee. You're assuming it's something without a fine one. In the wild, at least, after Ronaldo speaks a little bit, draws your memory a little bit about these things. You haven't worked here before. You know a little bit about the monsters that they tend to live in mountainous regions and in their own like little caves. Tracky one is a little bit more difficult because these things do have a tendency to fly sometimes. 
So it's like almost like the same method that you would use to track a dragon is how you would use to track a chimera. Now, they being locked up in a random cage in the middle of the labyrinth, what's beyond you? We could just walk around the labyrinth for hours on end until we just find one. What say you guys? We can either go in Sparta and try to look for one, or we can just wander the labyrinth. Hopefully, we'll come across it. He did say it was somewhere here by Thebes, right? By Athens? Yeah. Yeah, it was by Athens, he said. By the Athens entrance. By the Athens entrance. So we could just make our way that way and see if we find it. Yeah. Forward on to Dawn. Cool. I'm going first. If we're ready. (laughs) I open, Fox opens the door for Delta. Aw, thanks. That's sweet, but there's no door. He opens, like, the door that would be there. Yeah. I take out my top hat that would be there. Like a little bit of your scalp lifts up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just crawls out of it or something. We're going to do, do a Beetlejuice body horror content warning right now. Yes. Sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry for the character I made. I love it. You enjoy it. not. Yeah, good. I'm not sorry. Not even a little bit. No, he's my favorite little boy. I love him dearly. Aww. My little dummy. But you cool, yeah, let's go. The general direction that we're happening to. There's no one's like east, so to the left. That's about the extent, but you guys know labyrinth's fickle, so it's weird. But you guys know it's that way. And it's not very cool. and the labyrinth kind of reduces distances of places because it's being a weird 3D mishy mashy thing. So you guys know if we walk east far enough, we'll probably run into Athens because it's just that way. So you're heading that direction. You know what? I think right before we get to that, since we have people that need to leave for a second, let's take a quick break. We got a couple people leaving right now, just to make it easy for everybody. So we don't miss out. So take a quick break, and then we'll continue with our weirdness of this. Oh, we're back. Oh, and we're back. Going down the the hall of the yes. What did you say? You broke up at said kilt is blah. I said kilt is still bold. Oh yeah, that's true. No, all right. Bria was like, yes, actually, we'll see this. He looked up and gave me the most concerned look on his face. And that was, it broke me. All right. But yeah, so we're heading down the labyrinth, heading towards the east, fighting Athens. That's where you guys are currently heading. Well, everything's all wonky in distances. You're not quite sure what the distance will be. Not really. Athens and Sparta are very far away from each other on the map. But like here, like it could take you like four steps. Like, Holy shit, we're in Athens. So you guys don't know. Labyrinth is weird. But you guys do know a little bit more about it now. It's a weird three-dimensional demiplane. So we're heading down the labyrinth towards that left-hand side. Sorry, my brother said something. You guys aren't seeing very many traps. Uh, not much, really. It's eerily quiet for the labyrinth. Hasn't been a shift in a while. There hasn't been a new monster sighting. You guys haven't even seen or heard of any monsters. It's been just Peaceful walking. Kind of weird for this kind of place, but a monster could be on the other side of the wall or the monster can be on the other side of the planet. He's not quite sure. After about an hour or so of walking down the Spartan, it's still the Sparta red clay, red dirt, and rock that has been the kind of what the layout of the labyrinth kind of looks like. It goes back into this more of this forested plains area. 
So it seems like you guys are in between cities right now. That's where you guys have been guessing if they would go to the city landscape into a dirt path. It's like you're sort of leaving out left the city. You're in between cities. Still not much. You guys see a few like small animals, like geckos. There's even like a rabbit that kind of darts across and hits the wall and turns around and has no idea where it's at. Because it's normally not this small of an area. So it seems like even animals can stumble their way into the labyrinth and get trapped. How they how the labyrinth works in forests beyond what you guys have understood. Granted, this labyrinth has been confusing to everybody who's traveled here, except for maybe Theseus and the person who built it. Moving across the path, still quiet. And Tigas finally, after another three, four hours of walking, break into the familiar cobblestone ground of Athens. You guys have made to Athens for the area. Yes, the safe room you guys spent time in. So it's nothing new to you guys. Even farther down the hall, you guys can see the entrance to where you guys fought those carcass centaurs. That trap that What's was here? there. That trap that was there. That was never sprung. It's still active and has not been sprung yet. You guys remember where it's at, about 60 feet from that door. Nothing much changed. That's what you guys currently see. There's not. That's it. So who knows where he talked about where this hidden area is that a chimera is being held at. Did someone say hidden? And with that, Fox is going to like raise his little hammer. And I'm in. He's going to use one of the charges of the Wand of Secrets. Meaning, if I could pull it up on my handy dandy book. So I expend one charge, and if a secret door or trap is within 30 feet of me, the wand pulses and it points at the one nearest to you. One more time, can you read that? I expend a thing, I expend a charge, and any secret door or trap within 30 feet of where I am the wand would pulse and then it points to the nearest one of either trap or door to me. So when you spend the charge, it pulses on two different hidden doors. One on the roof and one to the left wall. They're both about equal distance from you. One above us and then one to the left. left. I want to investigate the one to the left. See if it like a push door, if it there's like a secret knob or whatever it may be. Yeah, so looking at it, it is a very you could like without the wand, you would have completely you did completely miss it. It's like the lines of the wall seem to be like curving and broken, like it follows the cobblestone pattern. But like until you like completely like, sat there and looked at it and knew it was there, you vaguely saw the pattern of the door. And you push on the door, nothing really seems to happen. I found the door. Does anybody know a way to open it? I tried pushing it, it didn't give way. Fox tries to pull it, see if it's a pull door. There's nothing, nothing to pull. Oh. I'm out of ideas. Anybody else? If it's not a push or a pull, did you try to slide it? Try to slide it? Try so to slide it? It does kind of feel like it would go that direction, but something seems to stop it. Seems to be something in the way. Try the other way. Doesn't move. Okay, so it is that way. So How high is the ceiling? Oh my god. About 10 feet. Okay. Somebody um, want to give me a boost? I cannot. I 
can give you a boost. Not a problem. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I would like to stand on Ronaldo's shoulders and uh, investigate the door in the ceiling. Knowing now it being pointed out, knowing it's there, just like this other door, very well hidden trapdoor on the ceiling. It appears like it could be pushed open, but it seems like there is. It's not budging. Not like there's something in the way, like it has to be open somehow. I have a weird idea. Since we know that the labyrinth exists in like a three dimensional kind of thing, would this be like one of those, like maybe if we move the hallway, would the door slide open? So, how the note explains only when the labyrinth shifts is when there is an option for the three for the omnidirectional movement. Got it. Cool. Never mind. I guess I can try looking around for a lever or a button or a something. Check. Oh, this should go well. Crowbar. Eleven. You have the right idea, but it's you're looking at a bunch of rocks, so you're not quite sure. Twenty-one. You, as you're looking at the door on the top, you like putting your hands around it, and you find this one rock. Very unassuming, almost basic of basic looking rocks. Finally, you kind of place your hand and you kind of feel something move with your palm. Press the rock and the door clicks open. Does it open all the way or does it take force no, to it, open? It, it just pops open and you start to push it open. Got it. Right, guys, I did a thing. I'm going to get down and get <laughs> out of the way. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. I... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, can I try to find something similar to that, like a rock to push in? See if that it would do the same thing to the door I'm working with? Yeah, go on the world investigation check. Oh, man. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Don't mess up. Do it. Mess up. It'll be fun. No, I can't mess up. 19. Yeah. Just barely. You're, like, looking through and, like, you see the door, you're like looking the side, and you feel one little rock just slightly move. And you press it, and then the door slides just a second, a little bit, now freely me even able to move. We now have two open doors. Since this place is a three-dimensional weird plane of whatever, it could lead in the same place, but it also could not. That's gross to think about. That hurts my head. I can open the ceiling with my telekinetic powers if the door weighs less than 10 pounds, he says in a meta note. Meta. But I can try. Do we all have a preference where we want to go first? It's left or up. Up is harder. But up could be fun. I say up. Why cool. not? I push open the door with Mage Hand if I can. Yeah, it's not that heavy. It's within that five pound range then it hits the side you see a dark almost basement looking area that's what you're looking up I see like wooden beams oh it's dark in there would anyone like dark vision oh yes please goggle (laughs) of night look up into the hole little piece comes on Sam Fisher thing flips down yeah (laughs) was that kilt Oh, and Connor. Connor. Yes, please. Yeah, so Bob looking in. It's basically what it'll be like. It's weird how this works. You're in a cobblestone 
labyrinth, but coming into here, you're in a attic. There's two small windows on either side of, of the attic. It's about a 20, was it 25 foot long by 10 foot wide room? It's more of a rectangle. It looks like it would be the top of a house. In this room, there's two treasure chests on either side of the room. And there's miscellaneous items thrown around the room. Looks like belongings to a house. And they're not like treasure chests. They're like chests that people would put stuff in. Or it's chests. Did we all go through the door? Or did only some of us go through the door? I don't know. You tell me. I went through the door. <laughs> For sure. They say, I, always I, have a battle buddy. I would go, but I'm going to, I guess, Rolando, you're going to have to bump. Oh, or I could just, wait, I could just, I could teleport out. No, I don't want to say that. I don't want to do that. I'll go up. <laughs> cool. I'll just be the, I'm going to stay down here and lift people up. <laughs> be careful, ah. Rolando. I'm a little ticklish. <laughs> okay. Peace. So, <laughs> so who's all going in the room? Is it everybody or just the three of you? Delta's for sure going. Delta's I will going. stay down here. You're staying down. Fox I'm is going, I'm assuming. Yeah, Fox is going in. I'm staying down here because I'm lifting people up. <laughs> staying down. Cross, were you going up? Uh, Yep, I'm going to go up with them just to provide backup just in case. Okay. And then, Kill, you said you're staying down? Okay. So, three of you guys are up there. Cool. Three of you guys are up there investigating, looking around. And through, the, through those little... They're like maybe like a foot in total diameter windows. And there's sunlight peering through them, so it's dimly lit in here, like dark but dimly lit. So you're like in a person's attic. There's another like trap door on the other end of the room by one of the chests. This doesn't seem chimera-y. More like a mid-century home. But like the last that, as far as I know, like a chimera is some kind of alcoholic drink that you find by smelling coffee. And I don't think either of those two things apply here. If you're gonna act, if you're gonna act like a silly goose, you can jump in the pond. Chimeras are not alcoholic drinks. Got it. This also doesn't look like a mountain range. Yeah. The last time I checked, too. Can I look out the window? Yeah. When you look out the window, you're looking into the city of Athens. The Sea of Athens? No, the city of Athens. Oh my god, I was about to be like, what the fuck? You're, you're, <laughs> at a, you're in a boat, no, you're looking into Athens itself, Athens property, looking like, it looks like you're looking down the, you've been to Athens before, on mm-hmm. a couple of missions in the past, so you're kind of looking down like a street, uh, from a second story, of, in this case, like an attic view of down a road, of another set of, like, the cobblestone ground, a couple people walking, it seems to be about midday, in like a neighborhood almost. Okay, I guess to initiate kind of things, can Fox go to open? You said there was another trap door. Try to open that one if there is. You open that trap door and you look down. It's into the house itself. Fox is then going to like Peter Parker stick his head down, looking <laughs> down from that from the opening. Looking down, you look down. It's a. This seems to be the house of some sort of rich noble because most people can't afford houses of this size. It's almost manor-like in nature, what it, it, due to its size. But you can hear what it sounds to be like talking. You're on that second story level, and you're been in the back corner of the house because this is the entrance to the attic. 
and you're just hearing talking somewhere within the house. But sounds like, what languages do you speak? I speak not a lot of languages. I am not a big brain. Where do I put those? I think I only speak just double check. I think I only speak common. You should have most can you have at least one other language most What's your background? Oh yeah, I do get one other. My background's criminal, so I don't get a language out of that. But I didn't pick a language for this. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say dwarven. Okay. I speak common and dormant. You don't know what language it is that they're speaking. It sounds very hush, so you can't exactly understand or know what they're saying. But you kind of hear. Uh, okay, at that point, Fox is gonna bring his head back and look it to Chronix and say, "You read the note in that weird language, correct?" I did, yes. Do you think you can do the same thing, but instead of reading, you could listen in? There there happens to be people talking in that hole, and it's a home. I couldn't understand and make what they were saying, but I'm sure maybe you, you could give it a spin if you were able to. We're still, we're probably still in that same hour that I... No, originally... it's been like five hours since then. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. I mean... If y'all would watch my back while I'm casting it, I would. I'd gladly see if I could listen in. Always. All right. I'll take a seat, open my book, and begin ritually casting comprehend languages. I believe comprehend languages is only written. I don't think it's spoken. Or I'm completely wrong. It I is. It's for the duration. You understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you here you also understand any written language that you see okay. but you must be touching the surface of the words that are written yeah granted i'm not sure how much we'll see how much of the conversation you pick up because it's 10 minute mm-hmm. casting correct yeah yeah it's a 10 minute casting what languages do you speak anyways i speak draconic and elvish okay maybe there is a correlation between those two you can, before you start casting listen in a little bit Mm-hmm. Just to kind of see if you have understood it to begin with. It's not any of the two languages you speak, but you do hear some correlation. You pick up, roll me a general intelligence check. All right. You Ooh, may not maybe. know the language and know or understand it and speak it, but you do know what it sounds like. You understand that you guys are speaking Infernal. I oh. speak Infernal. I have Infernal as one of my languages. There you go. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll you look mean back. That thing? Like, yeah. Do you speak Infernal? Oh, yeah, I reply in Infernal. I hope you didn't just insult me, but maybe you can listen. No, Chronix, we're best friends. I'd never insult you. But yeah, I'll listen. Cool. Yeah, so listening, you hear two entities talking, one male, one female. And you hear a brief conversation. You hear the female and goes, we don't have to do this much longer, do we? No, Romulus almost has what he's looking for. He hired a competent adventuring party this time. Sooner or later, all of our people can revolt against these cavens. Because I heard something in the attic. Guys, we've been made. We gotta go. We've been had. <laughs> I feel like move, move, but go. We should, we should stealth jet. To quote one of my longtime heroes, Commander Shepard, we should go. Yeah, so you guys, you guys dipping out? Yeah. Uh, staying in the attic, but hiding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna urge 
encourage them if they hear us, we should go. Okay. I'm getting out of there. Yep. So quickly, you guys can jump your way in and close that secret entrance kind of door. That's it. Nothing. They don't see you. They don't hear you. Cool. They heard tell, I tell everyone what I heard. Uh huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like there's a Romulus Red led revolt, and we're some key players in it. That's fun. Shit. Fuck even. Me. I'm just telling you what I heard. Interesting. This is a lot to unpack. Yeah. It really is. So we go through the other door and complete our mission so we can get on with our actual mission. Yeah. I don't know if I like this actual mission. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about that later. (laughs) I'm so disappointed you guys didn't mess with the chests. I was thinking about it, and then you said that it was like a rich nobility house, and I went, oh, hell yeah, I'm taking all everything. Oh, and then you spooked me. Oh. I've never done it in a game before. This is the perfect opportunity. Uh, oh, oh, everything's a mimic. That's not fair. <laughs> Noble houses that could be hiding their stuff within mimics so they don't get stolen. Yeah, that's fair. It makes sense. There's tamed mimics in this world. Except for you cannot make mimic head, mimic arrowheads. That is not a thing you can do. Don't ask. What? Well, actually, no. Wait, Minnie did only say arrowheads. Not bullheads. We cannot use mimics as weapons. <laughs> what if we wait? What if the mimic is a weapon? Deception. No. Just saying. What if I take a mimic and I throw it at someone? I mean, it's going to be stuck to you. But not if you train it. it. They adhere to what your what touches them. Okay, it's fine. So then I, if you get a pet mimic and train it and use it as like your animal companion, sure. Not allowed. That, that actually sounds fun. And you're a ranger. Evil. Excuse me. I need to go research something. <laughs> I may have opened a can of worms. Yes, you did. <laughs> you opened your mouth. You did it. You have no it's one a good to blame. Thing I enjoyed the book How to Eat Fried Worms. Gosh, that's a throwback. But shall we go through this other door? Yeah, already going through. The other door, after finally unlocking it, it slides open. It's a long, spiraling staircase that goes down. Stone staircase, not wooden. Stone staircase that goes carved out of the wall itself. Does it look, this is like part of the labyrinth, not like a new location? Yeah, it looks like it's part of the labyrinth itself, yes. Okay. Okay. Shall I? I'll go first. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to go first. Carefully. Hopefully, make your way down. Your foot slips on a staircase. You catch yourself. You're good. And nothing happens. It's just a staircase. Nice. I'm so tense. Get to the bottom. It looks like what appears to be like a, a chamber of some sorts. Large room with large carved face at the end of it. Face. For anybody who wants to make a religion check and make a religion check. I do. I think I can do that. Yeah. No, I cannot. Let's go for it. <laughs> I got a 15. I got a 6. Anybody else? Uh, I got an What are eight. we rolling? Uh, religion. Religion? Ten. 7. You rolled with 15? Me. You <laughs> recognize this. Kind of from a book you read. The face looks appears to be the face of a kidnap. 
the car moving is. And then I heard weird serpent kind of face mouth where her tongue is out. And attached to this tongue is this long chain. Kind of following it now, you see attached to the chain sleeping on one side of the room is a three-headed snake-tailed monster. Oh, oh shit. It is asleep and has not noticed you guys coming in yet. I literally turned this to one, the... Oh this my one goodness. is three-headed. I like, do... We play the game of signs to <laughs> three heads, found our target, be like, everyone needs to be quiet, don't die. <laughs> what do we do now? The third head appears to be the head of some sort of reptilian fire-breathing... No! Sometimes. My most of me. <laughs> I, I don't like this. Oh, dear. Do we want to do a sneaky, like, milk the poison out? <laughs> Is it got anyone... a yank on its tail? <laughs> oh, no. Is anyone fireproof? Uh, no. 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 Poison resistant, but not fireproof. I'm resistant to poison damage, and I get advantage against being poisoned. Same Z's. I got nada. Nope. Okay. I can do... We can kill it? I can do something, but I can only do it... How long? It's not concentration, is it? Oh, it's not concentration. Oh. Okay. I, I could cast protection from poison. Ooh. And I think I can... Is this, oh, it's second level. Oh, wow. That's fun. I can give it to... Who else? Who? Delta and... Fox are resistant to poison. Yes. And It'd be yourself and then the other three that are not so fortunate. I can only... Did Ari say anything about killing the thing or just getting the poison? Yeah. the poison, but probably easier to kill it than it is the milk it. Okay. We could ask it nicely. I don't think that works. <laughs> but I will if you want. I will do this. I will try to do this once because I can cast it and then later. But for now, I will cast it on Rolando. Yes. Since you're more than likely going to be up front. Yes, I should also mention out of character, I do have the ability to neutralize poisons if I need to because of lay on hands. If right. I sp- and I also took lesser restoration, so <laughs> we're covered. But that's why I don't want to necessarily use all the second level spells. Yeah. <laughs> I also have cure wounds. Well, it sounds uh, like a whole lot of blasting. I could also wet it. That's a good idea. And if it wakes up, I could try to put it back to sleep. Same. <laughs> Out of but, character, would you be able to even get that mighty hit die? Probably not. Uh, probably not, <laughs> so... I can at least I can at least web it and try to restrain it. I think that's a good we idea. Could, we could monster hunt it, and I do I did take snare. I don't know if it, but I mean, just set of wings on its back. It does fly. We could sneak and try to tie its wing down. It's chained by the neck, right to the wall. It is chained, but the chain is incredibly long. Wow. Okay, yeah. we have a it's really like long chain, tie down. It looks like it can get around the room itself, this large room, but the chain is preventing it from leaving the room. Got it. We can sit in the... Oh, wait, but it could... Do we know it could 
it has a breath attack? Is that metagaming? I wanna. I just wanna share that. It is a little bit because you guys didn't really roll high enough to kind of know what this okay. thing is. So then I wouldn't mention that. So Got I it. would still say we could just sit in the hallway and. The hallway or... isn't quite the angle it hitting and where it's at. You wouldn't be able to touch it. Okay. I think grabbing it and trying to get it stuck to the ground would be the better option, and then we could strike at it and try to knock it down once we get to that point, depending on sleeping really wouldn't work at this point, I don't think. No. <laughs> think. So I think the best plan of attack is webbing it and snaring it and just hoping for the best at the point. Yes, Portmaster. <laughs> Never mind. I'm reading through something. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait. I have a spell. I will, or will Fox will suggest, I can't, I will maybe sneak, set my snare, and then once I set my snare, I'll retreat back, and then we can just unload it and lure it into that, and then Chronix from there can do what he must, and then give it the old wazoo. Michael? Okay, so... I know what the words say, but I need some intelligent conversation from the storyteller here. Can I cast Animal Friendship on it? You can certainly attempt to. What's that? Can you read the spell? It's Animal Friendship. It basically fails if the intelligence is four or higher automatically. So that's one of the things I'm like, I don't know if this, I don't know the character block, the stat block for the Chimera. So I was just assuming that. No, but basically, the, so the problem is looking at it. It is not considered looking at it like this is not a beast. This is a monstrosity. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, that is a good. That's a good thought process, though. But yeah, no. it's considered a. Its intelligence would allow you to. It's intelligence of three, but it's considered a monstrosity, not a beast. Well, poop. Yes, I'll just roll for stealth. And then while he's rolling for stealth, I am are making his way. I am going to prepare. I'm going to prepare a toll the dead if he wakes, if the monstrosity wakes up. Okay. If the creature wakes up. I made a 22 for my stealth check. Yeah. Well, but it, I rolled for it for when you guys decided to move it. Rolled a natural 20, but it doesn't have any pluses to that. Wait, does it? I don't think it has any pluses to it. Oh, no, money does. I apologize. I was looking at the other end of its thing. Yeah, 22. You start moving. After a couple steps, you see the snake head pop up. It's waking up. Barely catch your feet and hiss as the chimera stands up and you had your spell prepared to go ahead and throw it. It is a correct wisdom saving throw, 14. It just barely passed with the 14. Oh. Ah, it's awake now, and the bell will probably wake it up even further. Okay. Wait, roll initiative. Sorry, I was looking at this poison. Roll initiative. 16 for Delta. 18 for the port bit. You guys are going first. I rolled a 3. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also rolled a 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they rolled a 3. I'm using I my dice roller on my app on my phone again. Oh, that one. Do I need to buy you dice? I have dice. I just leave them in my car. 
I gotta get a set of dice and sleep in my house. Do I need to buy you dice? Because I will. I'm never gonna say I have no. One phone call. <laughs> I would never say no to a free set of dice. D and D, we're all dice goblins. It's gonna be fucked up. I'm gonna tell you that right now. It might be. It might have dicks in it. Oh, I'm totally down for that. What do you mean? <laughs> all right, I'll call Whitney. Please send them a bag of dicks. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a full polyhedral set filled with tiny little penises. <laughs> oh, no. D three is just a. I, th- I hope the D three is just a wiener. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to smoking glue guns for the dick inspired dice. Oh my gosh. I'm so down for this. I'll be right back. I just gotta grab my food. Insert sponsor here. We need a sponsor, guys. We need a Oh <laughs> fuck, I wasn't a Sam TG, but Thank you, Verse. <laughs> all my shit list. Thank you for dick dice. I was about to say, about to say something about Shadow Legends. I was gonna. You know what? I know. We c- I know what I can plug real quick, just because my, my sister, who was halfway, she did, she started Twitch streaming. Actually, got sponsored by Ch- right, Raid Shadow Legends. I'm not kidding. She wow. made like two hundred like bucks off of them. Heck nice. yeah! Get that money. Anyways, I know what I, we can sponsor. Hey, all you dice goblins and girls and non-binary peoples out there. Are you looking for some awesome set of dice, but you don't know where to go look? Then look no further than Death Drop Dice. Death Drop Dice has all sorts of goodness and more dice and awesome dice. And the reason that I'm plugging them into this podcast is because they be- that organization, that company belongs to one of our Vi Tribe members, who is also our HR department leader. Oh, yes. They- they wait, made wait, a- wait, wait, Will of the Dice Company? You just telling me this? Yes, yes, Will owns Death Drop Dice. He makes custom dice. And in fact, Amador has a little story of how awesome they are as he grabs it to show. I'm looking for it. I'm trying to find it. Hold up. You're on the spot, Amador. Come on. Oh, fuck. I'm on the spot. <laughs> I don't have them right now. And I know this is a video podcast. But all I have to say is they're really good, and this man makes really quality dice. They don't have air bubbles in them, and he'll pretty much do what you want as long as you ask very nicely. As I'm still looking for them, I do have them. I'm gonna, I have to give up, but I do have them. And he can pretty much do whatever you want. He did our first auto dice with oh the, yes, what's a dice system with it. At this point, sky's the limit. So I, I recommend him this really solid die. Oh yeah, and- see. I have the cus- I have the custom ones he gave me as he gave a he made individual sets not only for our season one game of Furusato, but he also made individual dice sets for all the cast members in the Monday game that we play over at ADH Adventures. And of course, every dice order includes this awesome little token with the little skull on the front, and then on the back it says Death Drop Dice. <laughs> So if you're looking for some interesting dice and you want to help support an amazing content creator, Death Drop Dice over on Etsy. Back to the show and apparent ass whooping that we're about to see now. Use code of Welcome on God for 6.9% off your order. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's so cool, but... I would need to talk to Will first because, you know... We want him. Yeah. I will put a link. Six point nine percent, not sixty nine percent. Six point nine percent. I will put a link into the description of this episode so everyone can go check it out. But yes, now back to the show. Yeah, I have a question, Minnie. So I may or may not have an answer. With Eldritch Cannon, does it have to occupy a different space, or can it be on my person? Read, can you read the description of the thing you're going to do this. 
So once yeah. you, so woodcutter, wood you use woodcutter's tools or smith tools, you could take an action to magically create a small or tiny eldritch cannon. Okay, there, I just answered my own fucking question. An unoccupied space on a horizontal surface, five feet of you. Okay, never mind. I answered my question. Ladies and gentlemen, read your stuff that normally answers your questions for you. Look, I just wanted to ask to see if it was allowed now, to go. We can definitely work something out where that can be put onto something for sure. Right now, negative, sir. Okay, so do I? Do we have a moment? Are we in combat? We're in initiative you? right now. You guys are up okay. You already know I'm what doing. I'm doing. What are you doing? Web. Oh. Just shoot my web all over him. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it, guys. No, 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 David, no. <laughs> Bring that in. Just be like, wet me. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, this is a mature podcast, ladies and gentlemen. There is an explicit Ooh. rating for a reason. <laughs> Like and this is why Damon needs to specify his faithful work account whenever he introduces himself. What did I get myself oh. into when I handpicked my players? I wanted you to let you know that. So good. So you're casting web. Yeah. <laughs> What's, do I have to make a save when I start my turn there? Or is it just, it's just difficult terrain? Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Dex. Oh, shit. Okay. What's your DC? 14. Oh, I failed. It is just Cool. It's not moving. Yep. Nice. I'm going to... I'll go next, and... I will cast... Bless... On... I had this in my head, and I just left. It just left my head. On... Where's her? These are hard. Oh, my God. On Rolando... Delta and Michael. Yeah, thank you. Get blessed. May the power of webs compel you. Blow out your ass. <laughs> I have to quote the Exorcist every time. May the power of Christ compel you. Blow out your ass. <laughs> really? It's really compelling. Does it, Jade? Does it? <laughs> well, now that I'm feeling all blessed, can I run up and punch it in the face? Totally. What's your movement? Forty. 40 feet. How about a 14? Cool. I never specified how exactly far away it was, so this is what we determined whether the range or not. It is 30 feet from you guys. Cool. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make it really 60, close. Right? I will then, on my move, back up 30 feet. <laughs> there you go. Alright. Yeah, I'm going to run up and punch it in the face. Punch uh, it in the face. I punch it and hit it with my spear. The punch will come later. Okay. No, that is... Oh, no, that's it. I add the plus one to that, too. So that's a dirty 20, plus one is 21, plus four from the lovely D4 is a dirty 25. Dirty hits. Cool. Then that is one D8 plus four plus one. Two, six, seven, that's seven damage. Cool. And then I'm going to follow up as a bonus action to punch it in the face. Flurry of blows, go for it. Ooh, no, not quite flurry of blows. We're not quite there yet. But that is a three plus a one plus four. No? Right? No. Why is your deck so low? 
That's a four. I have a plus four. I have an 18. Right? Yeah, why are you saying plus one? Oh, for the extra D4 for my bless. Oh, no, you're like, I rolled 20 plus this plus one. I'm like, where's your plus one coming from? Yeah. No, it's the D4. It's right here. Nope. Uh, and then I'm going to use the remaining 10 feet of my movement to flank it a little bit so I'm not in its direct, like, line of mouth. Yeah. You're whoop. the snake ass? Yeah. Okay. And that's me. All right. Thank you three people gone. We got three left. If I may, can I may. go ahead? You may. No. Okay. <laughs> so, from the door, it's 30 feet. And so the staircase comes down into a doorway, so you guys mm-hmm. can't really sit in the staircase and kite it. That's not okay. possible. So I'm going to go towards, like, the left-hand side, like, back corner, and then... And how much moving would that be? From where the door is to that corner? It'd just be 30 feet? From you guys, you're just in the center of the room, it's a 30 by 30 room, so about 15 feet. Okay, so I spend 15 feet to get to that corner, and then I'll use my action to throw down my action. Yeah, my action to throw down a horse ballista. A forced ballista. A forced ballista. Yes, I, heard horse. I was like, you shoot horses at people? What? <laughs> I shoot whole stallions and mustangs at <laughs> poor unsuspecting creatures. Nay, motherfucker. <laughs> Spirit's uh, getting his revenge, bitch. Yeah. And with that, I think that's all I could really do. Yeah. All right, cool. I guess I'll go next. So, first, bonus action. So, bonus action, I am going to activate my channel divinity. So, I'm going to use Vow of Enmity. So, I'm cho- obviously, I'm choosing the Chimera I can see within range of me and i'm gonna gain advantage on attack rolls for the next minute or until this thing drops to zero hp then i'm going to get into i'm going to get in range of it and i'm gonna attempt to stabby stabby with the lancy (laughs) stabby stabby with the lancy go for it all right we're we're gonna try at least Ooh, baby that's a does a 19 hit it does don't forget your d4 Oh, that's right. Cool. Sweet. All right. So let me get a D12. No, not you. I don't want you right now. No. There you are. I'm sorry, Dice, for yelling at you. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So let's roll this D4. Shit. It went off the table. Good thing I got another one. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Don't step on it. No, it's not a... It's not a... Yeah, it's not a D4, so... D4s and Legos. That's going to be... That's going to be 15 piercing damage total. <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, that's going to be the end of my turn. Now, that's excuse good. me. I'm going to go get my dice. <laughs> go for Smith. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to... I'm just going to just... Oh, I can uh, smell that from here. I know, right? It's powerful. It's that pizza. I'm just going to shoot an arrow at it, really. Okay. I got nothing else. Just don't forget to be for Yes, I'll add a d4 to my attack. Or to my... Yes, to the, the attack roll, not the damage. Yep. Right. Okay. Let's see. That's a 15 plus 8. That's a 23. I don't need the d4. That hits. All right, 1d8 plus 4. That's a 12. No, wait, sorry. That's a 7. 
I thought that three was an eight for a second there. Seven. It hit it. It's looking okay. Not bloodied, but not healthy. It's turn. It's going to use its ass end here, the tail the snake tail, to whip out and hit Delta. It's twenty to hit. Yes, that is more than seventeen, so yes. Cool, cool. You're gonna take eleven points of piercing damage. Ooh. Okay. And I need you to make a DC sixteen constitution saving. Ooh, that's fun. Okay. Uh, is this for poison? Yes. Okay. Good news is I have what's that thing called? Resistance. That one, but the other one too. Advantage. I have advantage on this. Yeah. And you also have a D4. And I have a D4. Awesome. All right. That is a 13 plus 2 is 15 plus my con mod is 2. So that is 17. You pass? Yeah. Yep. You're all good. That's it. Cool. Uh-huh. But I do take the 11, correct? Yeah. The piercing. Okay. Now it's going to, with the person in front of him, twice, sure. Ronaldo, since you're right there in front of him. No, you're 10 feet away, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not quite in range. Gotta love the uh, ranged weapon. What are those? <laughs> Does it have to... Uh, it can, it's restrained. How do, I have to break out of this web. Nope, it will not break out of the web. <laughs> it's stuck. That's going to be its turn. Oh, and it's restrained? Yep. Oh. As in, it can't oh. move. All attack rolls against uh-huh. it have advantage. Oh. They do. You are so right. Okay. Who wants to go first? <laughs> it's about to go down. And that is why I wanted to make sure to get it all first. Yep. I'll go first since I'm right here. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm talking more to Chrissy, so that's why I wanted to get it off first. I'm like, not going to comment, not going to comment. <laughs> Got you. That's restraint. So, first things first is, hey, I rolled two 19s, so go me. 19 plus 6 plus 1 is 26, plus 3 is 29. Does that hit? No. Okay. <laughs> you get the one magic number <laughs> that the Chimera is immune to. Oh, balls. Okay. Ah, so that's eight plus four. Yeah, 12. I don't add that. So 13. Can I? No, I already did it. Never mind. That's fine. Next. That's not a D4. That's a D8. That's a D4. So that is nine plus six is 15. 15 hits. Cool. Awesome. 14 is the number. Magic. So that is six damage as I punch it in the face. Was punched in the face. Yeah. And then I'm going to back up away from it. Get me some room. Go 30 feet away. You have mobile, right? I do not have mobile, but I, as a monk, I have. Oh, no, I don't have anything for opportunity attacks. So yeah. I'm happy to take one if you want. Yeah. You will definitely do that. Yeah, please. At me, bro. Well, that was a natural 20. Okay. That sucks. That sucks real bad. Yeah, just a little bit. Still rebarbs. I'll be fine. Still rebarbs. 
Oh no. I you got that? Yes, I oh, do. Oh shit. Oh, oh no. no. All right. Laura's coming in with the clutch. Not an oh. apple 20, but it still hits. What was your AC? You said 17? Yes. They rolled a 17. <laughs> it's the snake head that's biting his girl on its ass, so. Another 11 points of piercing, and I need another uh, concept. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. 15? It's a P4. Is that with the bus? Oh, no, I gotta do my... So that is a 19. Okay, you pass. Thank God, because you would not have passed Thanks. before. Thanks so much. Cool. So how much damage did I take on that one? Eleven. Eleven? Cool. And that is not poison, that's piercing, yes? No, that's just piercing, yeah. Cool. Perfect. Thank you, dog. And yeah, I'm done. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going to skip a little bit and go to my turn real quick, because I I really got to go to the bathroom again. I'm just going to shoot at it real quick. Yeah? You know, hunter's marker or anything else, or just shoot it? Oh, you're right. I should probably do that. It's been marked with the hunter. And that just adds with the damage. I should have done that last time. All right, so let me let me roll. Let's see. That's just, we get advantage on this still, right? So seven plus eight is fifteen. You've got the D four plus the D four, which I have to pull. Oh, fourteen. So yeah, I got a four. So no matter what, I got nineteen on that one. So that's a hit. So it's gonna be eight. That's seven. Plus two, that's nine, plus a D6. So that's six, that's 15 damage to the Chimera. That's the shot. Boink! What are your potty break? Okay, I'll be back. I'm going to have my headset on, but I, I, I got a quick turn. Force Ballistas, range spell attack at advantage, right? What's one? Range spell attack. So It should be, yeah. Yeah, it's an attack roll, so yes. Uh, I rolled an A, and then the next one is natural twenty. Fuck yeah! Double the dice on it. So it's two d eight. So I'd roll four d eight. Yep. So the first one is six plus one is seven. Second round is seven plus seven is fourteen. So twenty piercing damage. Nice. That's looking pretty rough. That's all I got. Cool. So if there are no objections, I would like to go next. Go ahead. So bonus action, I'm going to activate Hunter's Mark myself. So that's going to burn. Double mark with the Hunter. Alrighty. So now, second verse, same as the first, is we're going to attempt to stabby stabby with the Lancey. So let's plus add this D4 as well so I don't forget. Okay. 17, 18, 19, 20. That is going to be a 21 to hit. Hits. Cool. So with this Lance Strike, I'm going to burn a first level spell slot and I'm going to Divine Smite this thing. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Let's please be nice to me. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so we're doing great so far. We're doing great so far, so let me just roll these two. Holy crap. <laughs> and then just gotta roll the Hunter's Murr. Okay, so that is going to be... That is, tw in total, 25 points of damage. Sweet baby Jesus. Still up. Not looking good, though. And I end my turn. Alright. Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. 
As a bonus action, I will cast Healing Word on our monk. It's oh, not much, but it's a little something. Can I get you? There you go. And... Oh, dear. Where's my D4s? Nope. Press one. You can just roll a D8. That's fine. Of course. So heal for seven. Awesome. Thank you. And then DM question, bonus action spell, can I do an action cantrip? Yes. Okay, cool then. Then I will do, yeah, I will do Sacred Flame, Dexterity 14, which he will have disadvantage on because he's restrained. Yay. Yay. For three points of radiant Damage. Yep, three points. It's still up. That's it. All right, then I am going to Mind Sliver. Thousand saving throw? Yep, DC 14. Fails. All right. It takes six psychic damage and it loses 1d4 on the next saving throw it makes before the it end. It doesn't of matter because it had it, one of its heads. It hurts all four of its heads. I don't know how that works, but it hurts enough to kill it. Yeah! And with that, the Chimera is dead. First and last, baby. Woo! And from there, we will go ahead and call the session. Woo! Thank you guys for joining us for this awesome episode of Walk Among Gods. They killed the Chimera. Let's see how Ares takes it next time to see him. But yeah, thank you for joining us. Good show next time. Bye! Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.